baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your, I think it's Wednesday edition of its news to us. Um, this is the second one I've done on Wednesday, I think, or at least maybe, I don't know. I, I'm not even sure what time it is at this point. Um, I think it's Wednesday. I think it's the day after election day, but if you ask me much more, um, I, I really don't know. I got about maybe four and a half hours of sleep last night. Um, we wrapped up about one o'clock. Uh, I know you went home a little bit earlier, David, but uh, I did. We, it was still late for you too. Um, wrapped up around one o'clock and was uh, back in here around eleven thirty. Um, when you when you left, we were still looking at you know finishing up a few races, um, and I know that the seventh hadn't. Um, I mean, it had been declared, but really uh, there was no concession yet. We did finally get that around noon today. Yesley Vega um, did concede around noon, congratulated Congresswoman Abigail Spamberger um, and uh, promised to work with her. Also said she was going to stay on the Prince William County Board of Supervisors. And that kind of wrapped up really what was what was left um, for, for for election night. Your your thoughts on covering your, your first election night. What was the experience like uh, like for you? It, it was it was really interesting. I have never had so many tabs open to different, uh, you know, uh, predictors and uh, just sort of all the different places to keep track of things as uh, the numbers came in. Um, Certainly not my first election I have followed, but the first time I've had any sort of responsibility to do anything with the information I was uh, taking in. And, 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 you know, there's a, there's a big adrenaline rush when, you know, you're, you're talking to one person and you realize all of a sudden that like three other races that you're watching are finishing up and people are talking at the same time and you need to handle all of them at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Like we were like when, when we were talking to our analyst uh, around 1030 and Abigail Spamberger and I think Elaine Luria started talking at basically the same time. A uh, little bit of a crunch at that period while we're also doing newscasts on top of this. Yes. So, but uh, it was a good experience. I'm glad you you got a chance to, to handle your first uh, first election night. I'm glad it went smoothly. Thank you for handling the uh, the stuff with the elections department. It was interesting to, to note, she, you know, she talked about it being relatively smooth. Yeah, no, I mean, they said, um, they said that uh, other than the little, a couple of little hiccups, several of which according to them turned out to be user error. Yeah. Um, they consider it a very smooth election. I think we saw that and how quickly we had results, you know? Yeah. And, and not only that, I mean, they were, they were honest about those poll book issues. They were pretty upfront yeah. about it. And uh, you know, also the idea that they were breaking down the election totals into five different categories, I think does a lot for, for transparency. Not that I think the previous uh, group wasn't transparent. They were very transparent. Um, uh, I dealt with, with uh, former elections commissioner, Chris Piper a lot, and he was very transparent, very honest guy. Um, and, mm-hmm. and 
I have no complaints about the current commissioner. And in fact, uh, you know, the uh, commissioner Piper had nothing but good things to say about commissioner Beals. Um, and she was, she was very accessible three, three press conferences yesterday and, you know, was readily admitting that they had those issues with the, with the poll books. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think, I think everything went smoothly, no evidence, no discussion of any fraud. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's good to know. It's, you know, everything seemed to have gone rather smoothly uh, here in the Commonwealth. So mm-hmm. um, moving on from that, we actually have now other stories that we need to cover, including uh, this tropical storm slash hurricane slash whatever it it is at this exact moment, because I've been focused on elections. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what its status is right now. Uh, but what is Nicole supposed to be uh, doing uh, to us over the coming days? Yeah, so Nicole, uh, still a tropical storm. Uh, when I was watching the weather a couple minutes ago, they said it's uh, it was at that point uh, four miles per hour short of being considered a hurricane. Uh, so a powerful tropical storm. It's off the coast of Florida right now, sort of in that Gulf Coast area. And basically, um, it is going to, you know, hit Florida starting, you know, coming from the Gulf Coast, Panama City, that sort of neck of the woods uh, and work its way up the East Coast uh, through a lot of southern states. And similar to what we saw with Ian, by the time it gets to us, uh, we're just expected to get, for the most part, a lot of rain. Uh, it's going to start getting cloudy on Thursday, maybe some scattered rainstorms Thursday night. Um, but really, by the time everyone's up and heading to work tomorrow, or not, excuse me, not tomorrow, heading to work on Friday, uh, it's going to be raining pretty heavily. Um, that's going to continue throughout the day. Uh, and then heading into Friday evening, there's some potential for some severe activity, but uh, central Virginia has been rated with a, uh, a one out of five risk rating for severe weather. And then far farther South, like along the North Carolina border, it's two out of five. So Virginia is not expected to get too, too much, um, just a lot of rain. And then uh, something that has been, I'm not running it, but something that I have been wondering about in all this is how it was going to affect the Richmond Marathon, uh, which is on Saturday morning. And according to the folks over at NBC 12, you know, what it's looking like now is by, by early Saturday morning, which is when they're going to be running uh, all around the city. Uh, we should have clear skies and low 60s, which is pretty ideal if you're running a marathon. Yeah, could use the cloudy skies maybe a little bit. No rain, but, you know, cloudy skies. Yeah, I was going to say, you've run a marathon, I haven't. But yeah. cloudy, cloudy skies would be preferable, so do <laughs> <laughs> um, not having the sun bearing down on you for 26 miles. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, um, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that comes. Of course, now we've got the leaves all out and, you know, possibly blocking up drainage areas, too. I mean, I've tried to, to keep up with the leaves. Now, mind you, election uh, week has a... a created problems with that um but you know it's as soon as i get the leaves down and leaves uh, up new leaves are down so i you'll be interesting to see if we have some street flooding just based on the amount of leaves that are falling right now Mm -hmm. so definitely they're they're saying keep an eye out on the roads uh but just right and uh we promise this is the final time we're going to discuss this story uh so he already knows where i'm heading with this um i do 
the the Powerball story. Yes, we have a winner, not here in Virginia, but Powerball, the run is done. But um, the Virginia Lottery got, got around to taking a look at the stats and what this means in terms of their profit, things along that line. You talked to the lottery. What did they have to say about this this uh, this big Powerball run? Yeah. So over the course of this run, which started in August, um, and then of course ended yesterday uh, with a jackpot over two billion, um, forty two million dollars were raised uh, for Virginia K through twelve education. All the money from tickets sold in Virginia went. To, or all the profits from tickets sold in Virginia went straight to K-12 or will be soon. Uh, so, you know, even though nobody in Virginia won the jackpot, uh, you know, still some good came from the rush that accompanied uh, that sort of absurdly large jackpot. Um, and uh, even though nobody in Virginia won the jackpot, uh the number that uh, the folks over at Virginia Lottery told me was that over 303,000 winning tickets were purchased in Virginia. They weren't the jackpot, um, but they ranged from $4, uh, you know, which is still twice what you pay for the ticket, uh, all the way up to uh, $100,000, one of them. So still, you know, plenty of winners in Virginia, even if uh, nobody is becoming a millionaire uh, from it. Or a billionaire at that standpoint. So, yes. Yeah. I think actually somewhere during the run, someone won a million dollars too, but don't quote me on that. I want to say like a, a week or so ago, there may have been a million dollar winner at some standpoint, but you know, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to right now in the middle of the podcast, go take back and take a look at all the emails we received from the lottery over the last, uh, you know, month and a half to two months. So um but yeah, so big money for, for education. Final story we're covering for you, um, and this is good for Richmond property owners. Now, I don't know how many of our listeners are Richmond property owners, uh, but uh, Mayor of Estonia is proposing a five-cent rebate on the real estate tax rate, um, and the check will come, if, if approved, sometime in early 2023. Um, it's the equivalent of moving the tax rate from a buck twenty per $100 assessed value to a buck fifteen. Um, for this year only. Um, he's not going with the permanent tax cut because it would have impacts on debt capacity and on services down the line. So he's just going with the rebate for now. It would come out of surplus money that they have right now. Um, and it's interesting to note, Henrico um, earlier this year did a two cent rebate and a two cent permanent cut. Chesterfield did a three cent permanent cut. So Richmond getting in the game as well and offering a little bit of help while people are seeing their assessments rise and rise. I know my assessment went up. Mine wasn't wasn't horribly bad. This is mind you now back in the last January. Maybe I shouldn't you know speak uh, speak about this right now. I don't know what it's going to be in three months when uh, <laughs> when I get the assessment in in January of twenty three. So you know hopefully not too too bad. Uh, yes. we'll, we'll deal, I'll deal with that in the next year. Let's get let's get through the end of we just finished election day. Let's get done with. Uh, you know, yeah, 2022 first before we start talking about 2023. Because let me tell you something from talking to our analysts, you thought 2022 was an was an interesting election year. 2023, when it's just us in the uh, in uh, in terms of uh, competitive state uh, state legislature races, it is going to be a mess next year in terms of campaign mm-hmm. ads, uh, money coming into the Commonwealth. 
um, it's going to be a very, very interesting year. And we'll be here for it. So, so, but, but again, that's basically it for, again, I think it's Wednesday edition of It's News to Us. Again, thank you, David, for all your help with last night's election coverage. And, uh, you know, uh, get some, we're going to all need to get some sleep, as you can hear for us. You know, it, the the unnatural pauses in the the podcast were both of us searching for the words that we couldn't think of because we're just so dead tired at this point. Yes, forgive um, all my yawning over the yeah, course of the yeah. podcast. Well, you see, I just muted it. I was yawning too. I just muted, muted it during, <laughs> the, uh, during the thing. But again, this has been the Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us. He's David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 